Uh, last night, of course, uh, Donald Trump Jr. was on uh, Sean Hannity uh, to explain himself, and he said that this was 20 minutes wasted. In retrospect, I probably would have done things a little differently. This is before the Russia mania. This is before they were building it up in the press. For me, this was opposition research. They had something, you know, maybe concrete evidence to all the stories I'd been hearing about, but they were probably underreported for, you know, years, not just during the campaign. So I think I wanted to hear it out. But really, it, it went nowhere, and it was apparent that that wasn't what the meeting was actually about. I wouldn't have even remembered it until you start scouring through the stuff. It was, it was literally just a wasted 20 minutes, which was a shame. Uh, let's uh, find out now whether or not we're going to waste uh, 20 years picking over this as an event of history, or is it just a blip on the radar screen? Is there actual legal issues involved here? And whenever there's legal issues, we put out the old bat signal for Royal Oaks, and Royal joins us now. Good morning, Mr. Oaks. Hey, good morning, Doug. Yeah, that's the big question everybody's been trying to mull over. And, you know, the bottom line is that there are federal laws that folks are going to allege Donald Trump Jr. violated. Uh, The federal election law says you can't take money or anything of value from foreign governments or foreign people. And anything of value, of course, is the key issue here. So is dirt of value? Is opposition research of value? And, of course, some people are saying already, you bet, it's huge. Donald Jr. is saying, you know, there was nothing there. It was gobbledygook by this Russian lawyer. She really wanted to talk about changing the law, about uh, adopting Russian kids and, and blacklisting Putin's friends. Election law, though, also says it's a felony to knowingly solicit or accept things of value from foreign people or foreign governments. And here's where the rubber could meet the road, because of these emails that are on the front pages of all the newspapers, emails to Donald Jr. before the June 2016 meeting with this Russian lawyer, suggest he knew that what she had was part of the Russian government's effort to help Trump beat Hillary. So the emails and all the surrounding information is going to be put under a microscope by the White House, by the press, by special counsel Robert Mueller. And, you know, actually that that headline you mentioned, Doug, the New York Post headline calling him an idiot, it may actually be the best thing Donald Jr. has going for him because to be convicted of a crime, you know, people don't put idiots in jail. They put people who knowingly violate laws in jail, who knowingly solicit things of value from people in foreign countries. And, you know, you can tell from his defense on Hannity, he's just going to be saying, of course, you know, wouldn't anybody say, oh, you got helpful stuff? Uh, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm guessing he didn't know about this election law back in 2016. He certainly knows about it now. Uh, I think the bottom line is that nobody is confident that it's absolutely slam dunk one way or another. He's guilty or it isn't. Really, this is yet another chapter in this book to be written. And unfortunately for the Trump administration, probably the principal author of the book is special counsel Robert Mueller. Hey, uh, well, Royal, I, I'm conf- I'm a little confused about this. Is there any indication that he did receive anything of value? Because if and nobody, I don't think anybody's accusing uh, Trump Jr. of receiving any invaluable information. Because the meeting, apparently, nobody's arguing this, had to do with Russian adoptions and changing the law and everything. And uh, Trump Jr. simply said, "Hey, my dad's a private citizen. We really can't help you." And the meeting was over. So if he didn't receive anything of value, then why why is the law involved? It's a good point. 
point, Rob. Uh, apparently, nothing of value was delivered. The consensus. Yes, but he didn't know that when he accepted the meeting. That, he that's was right. told, and, and that's where, uh, and that's this where is our the thing. would go. He would say, you right. solicited it, and whether you got it or, or not really isn't relevant. The, the thing about the adoption. Rob Goldstone, Rob Goldstone, who was the intermediary on this, this is the British music publicist who's never missed a meal. Rob Goldstone. <laughs> Uh, if you follow the email chain that was published and released by Donald Trump Jr., was telling Donald Trump Jr., we have incriminating dirt on Hillary Clinton, and it comes directly from the Russian government. It comes from Putin's government. Right. And on that basis, Donald Trump Jr. accepted the meeting. Now, again, every candidate has an opposition research uh, bureau. They've got people whose job it is is to rake in dirt on their opponents, and there's no moral high ground anywhere on this. Everybody does it. Certainly, Hillary Clinton had her people doing the same thing. They were paying people to find dirt on Donald Trump. That's not the issue. The issue is, we and we get to that this real nuanced thing, going back to George Washington's farewell address, warning about foreign entanglements. That here is the son of the presumptive nominee for the Republican Party for President of the United States, who gets an email saying the Russian government wants your father to win, and we have dirt that could help him win, that could incriminate his opponent in the upcoming election. And you say, I love it. If this is true, I love it. He jumps on it. Now, is that an ethical violation versus a legal violation? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I certainly think that what it does is it puts the truth to the lie that the Trump administration, well, we know for a fact, I mean, Donald Trump Jr. had denied repeatedly at least eight separate times that he had any contact with the Russians. The, the, the fact that there was no value from the meeting, they didn't get anything from the meeting, it just meant that they were lied to by Rob Goldstone to get them in the same room with this uh, female attorney. But the issue uh, that the, the Trump team was willing to play ball with the Russians on the election, I think, has been clearly established. There's no walking away from that. Yeah, you're right. You've, you've a identified a lot of the, the murky issues. There, there's going to be an argument about what uh, a, a thing of value is. Can it extend to damaging opposition research? The difficulty for the government there is that there aren't a lot of cases out there that would support it. Most of these anything of value cases have to do with bribery. Uh, the courts show some flexibility going beyond actual cash funneling. That's the most common thing. Or something that's easily monetizable, but it has to have some economic value or salience to it. So some, you know, on, on the left, people are going to say, of course it does, uh, uh, offers a political endorsement, uh, tend to fall out of the category. It, it, in an interesting way, this actually ties into the Hillary Clinton of a, uh, a problem of a year ago. You remember Comey goes along and he says, oh my gosh, she did this wrong and she did that wrong. Uh, she, she mishandled confidential information. And then he said, but you know, if you look back at the cases We've never had anybody prosecuted under this law without an intent to violate the law. And people were yelling and screaming and saying, but the intent is not required by the statute. And he said, but the, the cases, the precedents are key. The same kind of thing could apply here, Doug. People could say on behalf of Donald Jr., you know, you can argue about what a thing of value is, but look at the 20 or 30 court cases over the last century interpreting this, and you don't find anything that's similar to opposition research. It's almost always money, cash, that right. kind of thing. Right, right. We're talking with Royal Oaks, by the way, legal analyst, of course, royaloaks.com. Royal, I don't believe in, look, I'm not a lawyer, which is why we call for you. 
Uh, I don't believe that there's a criminal action here at all. And I think that the people who think that, aha, here it is, and they're all doomed now, they're all going to be at the Great Bar Hotel, are, are, are just dreaming. But this is a political problem for the president and for his team. And the reason it's a political problem is the president's been saying there's no collusion, there's no nothing, there's no nothing. And I just have to say, as a, you know, as a, as a lifelong Republican, if, if a Democratic candidate had been, uh, you know, actively uh, soliciting dirt on Republican candidates from the Russian government and saying, I love it, we would be going crazy. So it's not a charge. I don't believe it's a chargeable offense. And I think that the left, if they think they're going to send Donald Trump Jr. to jail and Donald Trump Sr. is going to have to pardon his son, et cetera, et cetera, are kidding themselves. But the, it just, it, it, to me, it's just creepy that... The Trump team with Paul Manafort, who was up to his eyeballs with uh, with Mike Flynn, they just got a lot of really strange ties to a essentially dictator, Vladimir Putin. There's no doubt it's a huge political problem, but it, but I think in a sense it actually, in a way, actually helps the Republicans for people to go overboard the way VP candidate Tim Kaine did yesterday. Yeah. He started talking yep. about the T word. He said this is treason. And oh, so on. treason! And it's people, insane. Yeah, tender yeah, overreact. You know, the biggest winner in this whole thing, Doug, might be the 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 publicist that started it because he can certainly say to his clients, "You want publicity? I, I can give you publicity." <laughs> Yeah, except, except you know, he's the guy, of all the players in this, he's the guy I would like to talk to the most because, because he clearly, you know, this attorney, it, it, this guy Rob Goldstone, and I have a, actually have a friend of mine uh, uh, who worked with him in the wow, music six business. six degrees of separation. Uh, but uh, it, just to backstory on where this guy comes from, uh, Donald Trump, when he owned the Miss Universe pageant, uh, there was a Russian pop star who was involved in performing at the Miss Universe pageant, and Trump actually appeared in a music video saying, you're fired, his signature line from The Apprentice, in this music video. Rob Goldstone is a music publish, uh, publicist, so he is likely to have been involved with that character. When this Russian female Russian attorney, Rob's new girlfriend, uh, wanted to meet with Donald Trump Jr., wanted to meet with the Trump people. And what she really wanted to do, she's representing the billionaire oligarchs who had their assets frozen after this attorney was murdered in the adoption case. So she was trying to get the law changed so that the Russian oligarchs could continue to travel to the United States and move money around and make investments, et cetera, et cetera. That's what she wanted to talk about. She didn't care about the adoption law. She wanted to get the punitive measures that Congress had passed and Barack Obama had imposed after a, 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 a an attorney was murdered in Russia. Right, working and Putin on the, was very sensitive because his pals were being interfered with. They couldn't that's travel right. around it's their That's right. It's the oligarch. Th and this is where there's no line of separation. The oligarch is the Russian government. So she can say that she doesn't work for the Russian government, but of course she works for the Russian government. She's working for Putin's financiers. That's who those people are. And the press reports are confirming that, that she was a really high-up person in terms of esteem with the government. Of course she was. And, and, and what she did was she found a guy who lied, Rob Goldstone, who lied to Donald Trump Jr., feeding him the story that she had dirt on Hillary Clinton to get her in the room. Uh, and then once she was in the room, she wasn't talking about Hillary Clinton. She was talking about what she wanted uh, a new administration to do to help out Vladimir Putin's friends. 
and that's when uh, uh, Jared Kushner walked out of the room, and apparently Paul Manford just sat there listening to it, but while looking at his email. Maybe Donald uh, Trump, Donald Trump Jr. should tweet uh, that uh, the Russian lawyers should better hope there aren't tapes of the meeting. <laughs> exactly, uh, but the the bottom line here is is that it's not. It doesn't appear to me that there's anything prosecutable, but this does uh, put more gas on the fire that with all the denials that, uh, you know, for, for months and months and months, the president still has trouble acknowledging that the Russians were meddling in the election. And this is clearly an example of where they had to have been well warned. This is long before they didn't even have the nomination yet. You're and absolutely was, right. It's huge. They were taking meetings based on the fact Trump because maybe there's nothing no there there in terms of the law that Mueller could use to take the White House down. Right. But they can't deny that the Russians were meddling in the election when Donald Trump Jr. takes a meeting from a guy who says we've got a Russian government attorney. Uh, and you know the Russian government wants your father to win, and this could help him win. And they also uh, you can't, can't get any more clarity whole, than that. The whole world knows that basically the last month of the campaign was the DNC hacked emails, hacked by the Russians, really turning the tide against Hillary. All right, Royal, as always, thank you so much. We appreciate it.